Hello, America, and welcome to American Pulse. My name is Brian J, and uh, we're here to bring you the title of Where Did Common Sense Go? And I'm still trying to figure that one out. Not so much our side and how Jay and I and the patriotic people of America think. I'm still trying to figure out how our politicians and their common sense is working. And I'm not picking sides. I'm just stating. And when I state this part, which is the Democratic common sense, only because they're the ones that are so-called in power right now, I use that and the Democrats as the issue because they are putting such a strain and a struggle in America with what is common sense. Where did it go? Uh, we're going to bring you topics such as, you know, the COVID situation. We would continue to bring that up because it still continues to be a, an issue of how and where and everything about it. And a little bit of the border and whatever else may come about as we float along. But, Jay, I mean, common sense. I mean, we were raised and we were taught that in our past. And really, you're not taught common sense. You're kind of born with that. And you can adapt and build upon yourself common sense because you think before you speak. And you understand what's happening. So, Jay, I mean, <laughs> what's your theory right now? Well, the common sense has been been, been strained for a long time in this country. Um, when you got the, you know, the, the woke uh, culture going on, when yeah. you got the, you know, the cancel culture going on, when you got uh, uh, just uh, the idiotic you know, policies getting, being uh, put out there, by this administration, it, it adds, it just makes no sense why they would think that this is going to work to tax the American people, raise our taxes, raise our uh, gas prices, um, shut down our energy, you know, all for what? Our, you know, open up the border for everybody to come in. I mean, yeah. we don't have room for in, in a pandemic, no less, so they say. So where does that common sense go? I mean, where, where, where it just, it, it, it defies logic. Uh, if a person is really thinking about, you know, what is the smart thing to do for our country? Um, now, I'm going to bring a, a, a clip in here of uh, Judge Janine. She, she kind fantastic, of fantastic individual. I love to listen to her. Yeah. Very common sense, straightforward person. And I, I have a lot of respect for her, but yeah. She, you know, she kind of nails it here on a variety of things. And she gets into um, Dr. Fauci uh, with this, uh, it started the, the, the COVID pandemic. Somehow yeah. he's got a crystal ball, and he predicted this back in 2017 that yeah. uh, this administration was going to encounter this uh, <laughs> pandemic. Hmm. How did he know? Well, yeah. It all started with him. Anyway, we know that. It's been proven on that now. He's, he's in some hot water. But I, I'd, I'd like to you know play some of this, and we're going to – I'll play some of it, and then we'll talk about it, and then we'll you know continue on. Sounds so, good. all right. So let's go with Randall. Let's see yeah. here. To walk outside and start having a good time again, but when you do, be warned. You'll be walking into a very different America than the last time when you openly celebrated with your family and friends. You see, America has changed. She is sadly different. She's been trashed by those who want to rewrite her story, change her image, and rechart her path. She has suffered insults at home and on the world stage. 
She has lost a determined patriot who fought hard to defend her honor, her legacy, and her traditions. Her people are unsettled, divided, and accusatory. Her borders are flush with those who violate her laws to enter and then demand to partake of her hard-earned generosity. Fentanyl and heroin accompany drug cartels through that same southern border. The chaos, anarchy, and lawlessness is pervasive from New York to Los Angeles and Seattle to Washington, D.C. It is nothing short of astounding. The demand for justice calls for action actually outside the realm of law and order. It all started with the coronavirus. We can blame all that we've lost, all that we've suffered from a virus that came from another part of the world. But how much do we really know about it? Unfortunately, we know very little. And because we've all been forced to hide under a rock for the last 15 months, we know very little about the origin and spread of the virus. What we do know, we learn from mainstream media, social media, and Dr. Anthony Fauci, the alleged knowing prince of all things COVID, who's even contradicted himself over and over. Yet in 40 years, facing numerous infectious threats under Anthony Fauci's leadership, the NIAID performance in developing diagnostics, therapeutics, or public health tools like a vaccine has been far less than stellar. Think about that for a second. I'm glad you stopped right there because I was sitting there going, hold on a second. Stop right there. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. You go ahead and start your part. But I, I, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> and think about what you just said there. This guy's been a you know flip flop back and forth for <laughs> the whole time, and we're supposed to just believe what the mainstream media is telling us. Oh my! We're, you know, they, and they just fawn over this guy. He's been in—he's the highest paid <clears throat> elected or um, government highest official. paid government official. Yes. Yes, and. <laughs> The, the guy, you know, one minute he says no mass. The next minute he says, oh, we need, you know, hell, take the whole box. Um, you know, and then even if you get the, the vaccine, you need, you know, you still need to wear a mask. Yeah. You know, it's just, you can't make up his mind. Um, and I mean, he, he talked about someone that talks like a politician. <laughs> I don't think he's seen a patient in 40 years. Um, you know, it, you know, for us to, to to go by what this guy says as gospel, uh, like the, the mainstream media does, give me a break. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, he's a smart guy, but he's got a lot of bureaucracy to him. Absolutely. Not a, lot of, not a well, not a lot of common sense, you know. I mean, we had a previous administration that tried to to handle this uh, pandemic with little common sense and uh, cut through the bureaucrat, uh, bureaucrat, you know, BS to get, you know, to solve the problem. And he did it in record time. They said it couldn't be done. Right. Now, you know, you could go question about, you know, if we needed a vaccine or not. I don't believe in it myself. Um, I've heard way too many horror stories and we've, we've talked about it, um, you know, but, you know, the fact that he, you know, made it happen to get something done and that, that normal normally would take, you know, what, five, 10 years, you know, to get through what he did in what, 10 months. I mean, just because he's a he's a businessman and he and he, he wants to get results, you know, and they did it the right way, but he just cut through the red tape and says, "No, let's get it done." So beyond that, you know, and then you know, at the beginning there with opening up the borders and and um, letting everybody in, I mean, you see all the the, the the camera there with all the people crossing the Rio Grande. 
by the thousands. And they're, you know, being trafficked in by, you know, drug traffickers. And so let's, uh, you want to, you want to continue? Well, with I, mean, I mean, my thing with this, when I, when I listen and I look, and we've been watching this since the beginning when, you know, I mean, here's an individual that's been under how many presidencies? Seven. Seven. Mm -hmm. And, uh, has been through multiple different viruses and things that have gone on, even under Obama. Obama, they had one that came across, but it, you know, it was, you know, it could have been a whole lot worse. But this, even under that virus, there, they just they didn't say nothing. It was, it was just push it under the ground, and it kind of makes you linger to where. And what his standings are, and um, to be able to make mockery of this thing in the way he has, in when I say it in terms of where he made a joke about the whole side of there's nothing wrong. You had Pelosi, you had Schumer, you had Biden, all saying that there's no big deal. Trump is blowing this all out of portion when he shut down transportation flights out of the countries. He shut it down. Mm -hmm. And Fauci comes out and says, eventually says it was a good thing. He probably saved many lives. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yet the Democratic Party is still oblivious. Then all of a sudden now it's okay. You know, it's a back and forth said where did common sense let's take our words again common sense where is it gone who are we following who are we listening to so i mean jay you can continue on with this i mean i i, I really i want to really emphasize judge janine is one of my favorite individuals to listen to because she doesn't beat around the bush and she goes right to the point. She goes for the jugular. Mm -hmm. She don't care who you are. Mm -hmm. She wants truth facts and she wants, you know, reply and respond to us with facts. Show me. Yep. All right. Here it is. In 40 years that Fauci has been at the helm running the agency. It took private industry to develop a solution to HIV. It took private industry to develop a vaccine for Ebola. And yet Fauci, who has served seven presidents and is the highest paid public servant in government. Let me repeat, the highest paid public servant in government has had billions of dollars available to him through federal funding. Yet he did little to assist the millions worldwide suffering from Ebola or HIV. So much for the knowing prince of infectious diseases. So it should be no surprise that Fauci was clearly not up to conquering the greatest healthcare crisis in history. Pray tell, why was there a single voice, a single opinion, the only answer solely responsible for global health policy. Why was Fauci, who made more money than anyone in the United States government, permitted to sit on private boards and accept personal monies from the private sector? Why was Fauci allowed to stifle the opinions of others equally experienced and qualified, but differing in opinion, like Dr. Scott Atlas? But the biggest question of all, how is it that Fauci predicted in 2017 that President Trump would face a pandemic? If he knew this, why didn't he develop a responsible method for this virus four years ago? He explicitly said that President Donald Trump would face a crisis and a pandemic unlike anything we have seen. Now take a listen. Hold it right there. There is no question. Okay. And this is the whole point that we all look at, and we're fixing to listen to it, and I have questioned this multiple times. Jay and I have talked, and uh, 
is it not amazing that, you know, let's just, I use a theory of my own. I'm going to go rob a bank and I'm going to get caught by the police because I predict it because you want to know why I planned it. I already knew. I mean, I'm going to go rob and you see most things like this go down because it was planned out and you knew what was going to happen. You can't predict a virus. I don't care if it's, if it's a natural cause, natural causes, you can't predict things happen just no different than our own health, Mm -hmm. our own health. Personally, things come across. My grandfather came down with cancer, had a clean bill of health one moment within just days. He had cancer throughout the majority of his body. Now that wasn't planned, right? Nobody knew the doctor didn't know. So here we are in a situation where we have a gentleman in 2017 is now about to explain to those of you Democrats that are out there that are listening. And I hope that this can help make you understand that we're not just throwing out a bunch of words, but this is what is being said by this gentleman. Mm -hmm. He's going to predict that a pandemic is fixing to happen under this administration. It's a pandemic, just as what was said. Jay, go ahead. I mean, you got something to say, but it's a pandemic. <laughs> that there will be a challenge to the coming administration in the arena of infectious diseases, both chronic infectious diseases in the sense of already ongoing disease, and we have certainly a large burden of that, but also there will be a surprise outbreak. That comment alone should convince you that with his unique ability to predict a future pandemic and predict it specifically during President Trump's term should frighten anyone. Unless, of course, you bought the same crystal ball he did. With all the power and money of the United States federal government, as well as his unique ability to befriend one president after another, as well as his unique ability to be the highest paid employee of the federal government. How is it that Fauci was not ready to protect the American public when he knew a threat existed? Why was this fabulously wealthy public servant allowed to sit on the scientific board of the Global Grand Challenges of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and other boards promoting health policy and therapeutics that go along with that policy. This conflict of interest ring a bell with you? Mm-hmm. Tonight, you will hear Rand Paul discuss the fact that we were lied to, not once, not twice, but repeatedly by Fauci. Fauci has admitted that the virus did not jump from animal to human. There is not a single known case. We will explain why this is important. Mm -hmm. It's frustrating, Jay. You know, you mentioned about therapeutics. He knew about therapeutics back in 2005. He knew HCQ takes care of this problem. Yes. He knew that. He 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 uh, expressed that in another video. He, um, in fact, I could find that and put it in the note in the notes to uh, to back that up. Um, so he knew there was a cure for this COVID, but he did nothing about it. And even when President Trump brought it out, the media just jumped all over him about it. And Fauci did nothing to to, to you know to stifle that. He's got blood on his hands, big time, along with the the, the, the mainstream media. They got they got they they definitely got me uh, blood on their hands. 
Yeah, and it's frustrating. I mean, it's it it boils down to where it's, you know, here we sit. You and I spend time. You, you, you know, we're like the minute amount of people who research because you got people that do this for a living every day, all day long. That's all they do. Mm-hmm. But where did the common sense go? The common sense of just thinking, if it's not planned, mm-hmm. how would you not know? Or how would you know that it's there? This is planned. He predicted it. So did uh, Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. He's the other one that predicted this whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Fauci mm-hmm. and Bill Gates and the whole party, the deep state, let's just go deeper. Mm-hmm. No pun intended, just the fact that this is a planned situation. This is what's been happening. This is socialism and communism at its greatest value. Mm -hmm. Well, it was, it's a biological weapon. Exactly. It's planned and it's man-made. It's a, it's a biological weapon. Correct. you're taking these experiments. You're taking these, you know, in a lab testing. I mean, you're like a mad scientist trying to, you know, to trying to bring Frankenstein to, to life. You know that type of thing. Correct. You know? Correct. So, um, I mean, so they took their opportunity. This whole thing was predicated to distract us. Yes. Yes, absolutely. They, the, 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 the Democrats needed a, a way to to take away from what was happening with, with Trump. Trump was had the economy just just a humming. He had you know everything. He, they had to slow it down somehow to even have a chance at, at the, the election uh, in twenty twenty. So they had to come up with something. I think they had a hand in this. I can't prove that right now, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, sure, you know, find out. You know, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, because there's there's receipts out there that you know to tie different different members of. Well, it could be it could be parts of the, the Republican Party too. Oh, absolutely! Some of the rhinos uh, out there. Yes. You know, and working yeah. with with China, um, you know, they, I mean, it's not just one side; it could be both. You know, they just don't want want to because they saw Trump was um, disrupting the the establishment. Well, well, you know what? Think about this. Think, take, you know, just you know, that's what we do. We take and we try to take opinions and we bounce them back and forth. And we try to mm-hmm. give the best example we can. Let's think about this. Let's take uh, the everybody predicted that Hillary was going to be in, right? Mm-hmm. So, what better way to control the people with her going in and also having a pandemic planned out to lock down this country and not only this country but this world and had full one hundred percent control? Mm-hmm. moving forward because i guarantee you if this is the plan and this is what was i could almost predict she would have been a second term individual because they would have stolen the election as they did this time mm-hmm. so this pandemic was already in process before and long ago mm-hmm. this was a projected deal mm-hmm. so Putting all things aside, I mean, you know, America, we are on a position of where we need to come together, we the people. And, Jay, I mean, I don't know. I I get lost with words at times. I mean, yeah, I talk and I go on because I'm angry and I'm upset about what the hell is happening. Yeah, yeah. It's, It's because... You and I were, were brought up with, you know, finding common sense uh, solution to a, a problem. You know, try to think of it logically. What is the best outcome for 
Well, in this case, for the American people, for the country. Yes. Um, that's, you know, and that's what, that's what we elect these leaders to do for us. It's a, it's a representative republic. Right. You know, see, that's where they get, you know, uh, it wrong when they, when they call it a de democracy. Yes, we have a democracy, but this nation is a representative republic. We right. elect these uh, rep these individuals to speak and vote on on take care of the, the bills and they'll take care of the what uh, needs to be done on behalf of the wishes of the American public. Correct. Yes. Yes. Well put. Right there. That's exactly right. So, it, it, you know that's that's the. That's the part that they've lost, you know. That's that they've, you know, they've they've taken to where they're more important. They can dictate to us. It doesn't work that way. That wasn't that wasn't America the way it's supposed to be set up. It's not our constitution was not put down, and I mean our whole our whole point of what we're trying to, what we need to focus on is going back to the to the beginning of our forefathers and to start knowing what our constitution stands for, what it is meant and how the government is supposed to be run, how the people are supposed to be the foundation, the stronghold of America. You know, I mean, it, it, it's scary. I mean, our borders are under attack. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I, I look that as a threat. Yes. And it is a threat. It, it, it's a threat of people coming in that are dangerous. I mean, I don't know if you've heard and you saw, but coming across the border, you have people that are actually running, but they actually have handcuffs on. So think about that for a second. They're coming with handcuffs on from down in Mexico. Now, there's a problem, number one. You got cuffs on and you're leaving to Mexico. Uh, we don't, we got enough criminals here as it is, mm -hmm. but we're allowing this to occur. And this administration is allowing this to occur. Well, they're turning a blind eye to it. They didn't, you know, yeah. when, they, when they just refuse to talk about it, just like they refuse to talk about the, 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 the riots uh, last summer, sure. uh, you know, until they start seeing some of the, the polling that was uh, their numbers going down and oh I better we better say something now. Well it's it's you know it it's it, by omission they're guilty. Yeah. You know it, just because you don't it, you just refuse to talk about it doesn't mean it, it doesn't exist. Uh it's a huge problem. It has to be, you know, taken care of. Well, that's, uh, he's, what most, that's what an administration is supposed to do is deal with the problems in America. Right. They're supposed to deal with the issues that are going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, I got another another clip here from um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, one of our favorites. Um, yes. Because, uh, <laughs> uh, and she, she nails it uh, pretty good here. And No, this is... From April twenty seventh, uh, but I, I I think she nails it right right the hypocrisy uh, of what's going on. Um, but talking about the crisis at the, at the southern border, and I think she just just nails this whole this whole thing. And let's clarify: we're not we're not against women. I mean, we we believe in gender. There's a male and a female, so let's just get that right. So Democrats, that's what it is. There's a male and a female. And this is a female, and she's very intelligent. So yes, yes. let's hear it. This is the people's house. This is the House of Representatives that I've started to call the House of Hypocrites. This entire campus right now is surrounded by a border wall with razor wire. It's a fence unlike anything at our southern border. This place is surrounded by the military. It is completely guarded. 
but we don't extend the same thing to the American people. Joe Biden administration, my Democrat colleagues here in Congress, Democrats in the Senate, they want the border ripped wide open and that's what it is right now. I just watched a video that was shared this morning from Southeast Texas where there are hundreds, perhaps thousands of people lined up to cross the Rio Grande and they are being smuggled into our country by human traffickers. You see, it's big business to come into our country illegally. And Joe Biden is rewarding the smugglers, the coyotes, the cartels in Mexico and these other countries by opening our borders up and welcoming them all in while they're forcing our kids to stay home and paying off these teacher union bosses. They have wide open 100% capacity in-person teaching for illegal children. What kind of country is this that rewards people that break into our country illegally, but yet abuses its citizens and taxpayers? There needs to be a change. And this is Joe Biden's crisis that he will never recover from. People are not stupid, no matter if they vote one party or the other, that the American people are going to be sick and tired of being run over and treated this way. Everybody wants to cry about COVID-19, the most politicized virus, a political tool that shut down America. Well, let me tell you something. All these people that I just watched on this video, they're not wearing masks like we're required to do. They're bringing all kinds of diseases into our country, but yet they're being welcomed in. Here, come to school. Here, here's a bus ride to another city. Come on in. Yet America is still not fully open because of COVID-19. There's so many reasons that we can call this the house of hypocrites that, that we could be here all day long, but I appreciate, I appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Um, and I yield back. She nails it right there. I'm gonna say I ain't got nothing to say on that one because she's she just hits the truth, and it just makes me pissed off. Of uh, where is the common sense gone in America? Our title fits exactly what's happening and what is being. <laughs> What we've been showing, Jay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. these people have already did it for us. I mean, we're just here wearing our wearing our uh, cut off shirts today as casual day, and uh, that's right. Because <sighs> we need to let the sweat run a lot easier today. Because I just, it just, this is the kind of stuff that makes you kind of mad as a true patriot and American. Well, it's isn't this the day to show off the guns? I don't know. It's just um, <laughs> you know, we still have a second amendment. We got the guns, right? Oh well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> as far as I know, we do. I mean, if we want to talk, we can. No, oh, wait, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord, oh, yeah, yeah you know, we got. I mean, they're not taking mine. I tell you that. So I don't have any. I mean. Kamala Harris and Biden, they they stopped by the other day and they uh, they asked for my guns. So I said, well, here you go. So they took my squirt guns. They said, wow, those are heavy armed. I said, I know. They were fully loaded with water. <laughs> they took them. Yeah. They yeah. seemed happy, but... <laughs> it's, it, 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 in charge of what, um, having an AR or a, uh, AR-15... No, the fourteen and fourteen. Okay. <laughs> That's a Biden's AR fourteen. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Jay, I mean, you know, brother. I mean, you know, we're cousins, but you're still a brother to me, and uh, mm -hmm. you know, it's just frustrating to watch what is happening in this country. I mean, you know, we listen to things such as, well, I don't know if you've heard about this. What's that? But you know the attack on Israel and the Hamas and the and Pakistan, right? So this whole attack going on, well, you know where the rockets and the missiles come from, right? Iran. See, so now their support 
with that. Now, can you explain to me why? Explain to me why this administration, Biden, is even in talks. And I mean, because Trump said, no, there's not talks. You stop. We are going to continue to watch. And if you threaten anyone, we are going to stand up. Well, now we got an administration who is stopping everything that the Trump administration done. And it's like, you know, everybody do what you want, kill who you want, do whatever you want. And here the attack goes to Israel, but we have Ilium Omar, Kamala Harris. Uh, you got, uh, what's his name? Well, they're all about Hamas and yeah. saying that, you know, they're supportive. We've, we've, Biden has helped and they, this administration has given money to them. Yeah, it's, it's no longer the, the Omar, that's no longer the, the, the squad. It's a Hamas squad. Hamas squad now. Mm-hmm. That's sad. There, I mean, we got, basically, we got uh, anti-Semitic. Uh, terrorists uh, in our in our government now. Yes, absolutely. You know, now there's being attacks on uh, the Jews. You know, even here in this, they're being targeted in this country. Even. Yes, they're, they're yeah, that. Yes, yes, it's been heavily pushed in this country, in a free country. Yes, supposedly by. The whole scenario. I mean, this, this is it. It makes you nauseous when I and you know when I say I'm loss of words. It's not that I can't talk because Lord knows. I mean, everybody knows me. I'll talk, but I'm loss of words for how to explain stupidity. Yeah, yeah. And common sense. Where has it gone, people? Yeah. Well, that's that, see, and that's where. The people that have the common sense, like us, like uh, the patriots in this country, need to, you know, stand up and say, "No, no, that 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 shit stops stops right now." Yes, you yes, know? agreed. I, I I wholeheartedly agree. It's just I mean, very aggravating. We, we are the majority. We sure need to speak up. Sure. I mean, and people, I wish. I mean, I I speak this way openly out what I'm about. If I hear somebody talking against and everything else about America or all this, which you do here now and then, I say something. I say, excuse me? Mm -hmm. You know, but people are too scared to really speak and be honest and truthful. Are you, you're taking away from your own self. And I believe that if the the actual true American patriots, if we stood together and we come together as, and I hope you're going to fix and to show this, but as we have seen and we've been listening to in other countries where people are gathering, you got that video, Jay? It's not a video. It's just more of a. Uh, well, it's just a clip showing it. Yeah, it's just a, you know you can see the the, the thousands of that are uh, marching here. It's is in London where they're yeah. saying, you know, they're saying no, or they've had enough. Yes, and you now they're speaking out, uh, and they're and they're chanting, you know, freedom, and uh, <laughs> you know, you know, just I'll just show you the headline here um, from the Epic Times. Go ahead, look it up. Um, I'll be posting it in the, in, the, in the notes, but look at here in Parliament Square. They moved through central London and uh, largely, you know, peaceful thousands of demonstrators chanting slogans such as freedom and stand up as they walked through the central London for hours on end. You know, and they're um, they're talking about you know no to the vaccine passports, um, and they were um, ch- also chanting that you know to to resist the Great Reset. 
but that they're trying to push as well. Whew, that sounds familiar. Yeah, it does. It does. So, you know, it's, I tell you what, there's, you know, there's people standing up to this. Um, you know, they're having enough. Yes. We need we need to do this here. And we yes. uh, we do see some of it. We need more. This is how you you know. This is what you know, it, I, you know I want to touch base. I want I wanna I wanna say a little something behind because I mean you know, you watch other countries doing this and, and we've always been known for a country of freedom and we stand for our rights and we stand for our freedoms and everything else. And, you know, we listen to, how do I bring, I'm going to, I'm going to bring this. We do have gatherings and marches, Mm -hmm. but we have gatherings and marches for the wrong reason going on in this country. We have Black Lives Matter, Antifa, marching the streets, destroying, destruction, burning, looting, injuring people, injuring police, murders. Mm -hmm. And now we come to a point of where we have the individual, one of the three that began began Black Lives Matter. You know, it was supposed to be this thing about protecting the black lives, where now we come to find out, which I was saying, Jay and I were saying, all along for a year now, that they were not about nothing with Black Lives Matter. The woman that was affiliated and was one of the starters and the founders is now stepping down because she got caught buying about three homes over million, several millions of dollars worth of homes. Mm-hmm. But not only that, but there's this young man that uh, it says Black Lives Matter chapter founded in Minnesota has resigned. Oh, you got up there. I got it right here in my hand. All right. Claiming that the organization is not concerned about helping black communities. You know, let's think about this. He's resigning because reality, common sense hit this young man and he's going to say no more, Mm -hmm. but he continues to try to help black lives, which I have no issue with. Right. I have no problem with him going out and trying to help. This guy's name is uh, Rashad Turner. Um, if you want, I can play a little clip. I haven't heard it yet. I don't know. Me neither. Okay. I have not either. Let's, let's take it. Let's take a gander at this. Let's okay. hit that. Cause we'll be ending here shortly, but let's use this top off with this here and end like yeah. this. This is great. I was born in Minneapolis in 1985. We called the North side home at that time, 18th and queen. When I was two years old, my father was shot and killed. My mother wasn't able to take care of me, so I was raised by my grandparents. They told me that if I was going to change my life for the better, education was the answer. So I worked hard in school. I got into Hamlin University and earned a college degree, first in my family. Then I went on to earn a master's in education from St. Mary's University of Minnesota. I am living proof that no matter your start in life, quality education is a pathway to success. I want the same success for our children in our communities. That's why in 2015, I was the founder of Black Lives Matter in St. Paul. I believe the organization stood for exactly what the name implies. Black lives do matter. However, after a year on the inside, I learned they had little concern for rebuilding black families and they cared even less about improving the quality of education for students in Minneapolis. That was made clear when they publicly denounced charter schools alongside the teachers union. I was an insider in Black Lives Matter and I learned the ugly truth. The moratorium on charter schools does not support rebuilding the black family, but it does create barriers to a better education for black children. I resigned from Black Lives Matter after a year and a half, but I didn't quit working to improve black lives and access to a great education. 
Today, I serve as the president and executive director of Minnesota Parent Union. We're dedicated to helping parents move their children from failing schools to successful schools. It's hard work and we're up against forces that don't want us to succeed, but success is possible. Just look at me and the hundreds of children and families we've helped to pursue a great education, break the chains of poverty and lead a life of success. I agree. Yeah. I kudos to him, and uh, you know, and this is things that are not being told on the media. Yeah, this is not being promoted in the media because they don't want it to be put out. The Democratic Party doesn't want it to be put out because they look foolish. It doesn't fit their narrative. It does not. And I and I respect this man. Yeah. And uh, everything that he stands for, I have no issues with any color or race. Mm -hmm. I want everybody to have opportunity, everybody to have a chance. And that's what this, that's what this great nation stands for. Opportunity. It's whether you take it or you leave it. Every one of us Americans has that opportunity to make something of ourselves, we need to grab the bull by the horns and do it. That's no all excuses. No excuses. Mm-hmm. The only excuse is the one that you don't choose. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And this, and that man right there went out and did it. Yeah. And that's that's awesome. That, that's, yes. Yeah. And that's the march. That's and that that's what was so ironic is that we talked about over there in London. And we talk about marches here in the United States. And you and you listen to other countries that are marching for the same thing that the United States has always stood for, but now is flipped. Because they know America falls. Yes. There's nowhere else to go. Exactly. You know, they know this. I mean, there's people that have come from, from other countries, <laughs> communist countries, and they're like, what in the world are we doing here? What are, what is going on in this country? You know, you can't. They can't believe that America's falling for this garbage. It's BS. Yes. yes, yes. I mean, I've heard many of them talk about it. They've come on shows. They've come on talks, and they sit there and they say, "I can tell you what it looks like. I lived it." And right now, if we if America continues on the path and the Democratic Party continues to do what they're doing, we're going on the same road that China and all these other countries are. Venezuela. Venezuela. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are areas that we are looking at. And this is what the world is approaching. And that's why you see these communist countries standing up against that what we should be standing up against together as the United States of America. Yeah. It's in our name, people. Yeah. It's in our name. Mm-hmm. And why can we not unite? I mean, listen to that young man. Well, part of it's because we have a media that is very divisive. Oh, <sighs> The media is, 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 you know, the bullhorn of this this message, this narrative. And they have a strong influence throughout the country. Whether you want to admit it or not, they do. They, they you know, they can, they can put out, you know, a message, whatever they, and then shape it however they want. And people fall for it. But if enough people... Can you know actually take a step back, use that little brain in their head, and think logically? Wait, something doesn't add up here, right? Because they do contradict themselves a lot on on these TV shows, on these networks. Yeah, if you really stop and think about it, a lot of them do. You know, yeah. you'll you'll hear one. Whatever way the wind is blowing that day, that's the way their narrative 
is going to you know, go. Yes, yes. So, it's, yes. so true. It's, you know, we, you know, that we just, yeah. So with that, I think, um, you know, we just touched on a couple of things there. We just wanted to put out, a, you know, a good, you know, some information for people to think about and ask, yes. ask questions. Don't be yeah. afraid to ask questions. Call your, yeah. your legislators, call your governors, call your, you know, bombard them. You know, look at who they're nominating for these different positions. What impact is that going to have? You know, these the, the administrations, because they all got to be, you, we have a voice where if, if we call our, our legislators and our representatives, and, you know, if there's a rep, there's somebody, I think there's a, uh, there's somebody about for nomination right now. Um, and if he gets in, something to do with guns or something to do with, he is, um, but if he gets in, um, he's very anti—he's looking at taking away your guns. For sure. Oh, you talk about the guy in charge of the ATF. Yes, yes, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah. he—he's a lunatic. Yes. So, <laughs> and and the and the way we can stop this is call our legislators, call our our representatives, and you remind them uh, and bombard them with. Phone calls and emails and and you know say okay remind them who they work for <laughs> right you know you vote for this guy you you know you 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 know you, we'll remember that you like your position there we'll vote you out yeah you know just remember that so that so we can have that voice yes to vote them out. And remind them of that. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, that's, you know, that that's really the, the key point. And I think that's a good way to come to an end, Jay. I mean, what you just said is that, you know, it's, it's our voice and mm -hmm. our voice is to be heard. And the way to do that is to go through the legislation, call the senators, call the individuals, call the white house. I do. Well, you don't get through, but it really tells you they're still not open. They keep telling me that. Um, and boy, do we not see that. They ain't open. Even when uh, they're not open. <laughs> but I mean, those are the ways that we can do it. And yeah. I mean, they work for us. We don't work for them. Yeah. And uh, it's our obligation to stand for America and for the rest of the people who we are. That's what this is, and this is who we stand for. Yep. So with that said, you want to close us out here, Brian? You got it, brother. And I will just say, God bless all of you out there. God bless this great nation, the United States of America. And until next time, American Pulse will always be because it's the people, America's Pulse, that continues to stay alive and keep pumping because we will be victorious in the end because the good Lord is on our side. Amen. Till be next safe. time. Till next time. Yep. God bless.